Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another edition of It's Raining Mets, the CBS 21 weather podcast. Uh, meteorologist Steve Knight here and flying solo this week and uh, taking this one on uh, by myself. I uh, got a lot to talk about, though, because uh, we are tracking a storm that has the potential to maybe bring us our first measurable snow of the season. And of course, it's always exciting whenever the first one rolls around and Look, uh, as I sit here and record this on uh, Friday the 11th, uh, we're talking about a system that would get here well, likely middle of next week. Right now, the target kind of looks like Wednesday. So, you know, little caveat, it's weather a lot can and oftentimes does change when you're talking about uh, forecasting a storm that's this far out. But, you know, it's just one of those situations where it's definitely worth talking about at this point because uh, there is some model agreement that we're going to get uh, some of the ingredients together in order to have a storm. But uh, more on that in a bit. I did want to start out, as I often like to do on these podcasts, and kind of just give you a, a lay of the land in terms of uh, where we've been over the last few weeks and even extending that back uh, over the last few months. I think, as everybody knows, uh, this year has not only been Warm, but it has been dry. And our rainfall deficit now for the year sits at about four and a half inches. So, you know, we are not going to be able uh, to make that up here with just a few weeks left in 2020. So 2020 is definitely going to go down as a dry year, but it's also going to go down as a warm year. In fact, uh, by the end of November, we were trending uh, in terms of warmth, uh, it being the warmest year on record in Central PA. And I'll say that again and let that sink in. Warmest year on record here in Central PA. And it's just been the consistency of the above average temperatures. Now, you go back to our summer, and we certainly did have a hot summer. There's no, no two ways about that. Uh, we had a very warm summer. Um, but if you recall, we didn't have any real major outbreaks of heat waves um, we had, uh, I believe that the highest temperature we had all summer was 97 degrees. And I think we did that twice. Um, so my point being is that we never once threatened triple digits. Um, and along those lines, we weren't ever really able to string together, uh, day after day after day of real high heat. It just stayed consistently warm. Uh, had a lot of days, a lot of days that came in you know, 90 to 94, somewhere in there, which of course is hot, but you know, not the extreme heat, not the extreme humidity. Um, looking back, I really feel like we only had uh, a high heat warning, uh, maybe once or twice uh, all summer long, had a few heat advisories along the way. It was just consistently warm. And the other thing was it didn't cool off much overnight. And uh, those overnight temperatures all go uh, to an overall, you know, median temperature for the year. So what, what, you know, the way that that number is arrived at is you take, you know, basically it's the average temperature at any given time every day for the entire year. And that's how you come up with that number. And so at the end of November, we were trending toward the hottest year on record here in central Pennsylvania. Uh, and December so far, and I know this week has been uh, pretty cold, but uh, it's going to be warm again this weekend. December so far, and this is through the first 10 days of December, so knocking down about a third of the month here. Uh, right now, it is once again trending above average. The uh, average mean temperature for the month is 39.8 degrees. That is 3 degrees, 3.1 degrees above average for the month. So December, believe it or not, and I know it was pretty cold, especially early this week, December right now is trending up above average. Six uh, of the 11 days so far 
we've had temperatures drop below 32 degrees overnight. So only 6 out of 11, uh, roughly half of the days so far this month, have we seen the overnight temperature drop below freezing. Now keep in mind, our average low temperature this time of year is 27 degrees. In other words, by this time of year, give or take, we should be dropping down below 32 degrees every night now. And uh, we've only done that six out of the first 11 days uh, out of the month so far. The warmest day so far, 52 degrees. Uh, We did that about a week ago on December 3rd. And the coldest temperature we've had so far is only 26 for the low, which isn't bad. You know, this time of year, it is not unusual for us to start seeing some days where the overnight lows are dropping down into the teens. So the lowest temperature we've had so far here in December, 26 degrees, and uh, that was earlier this week on the 7th. So by and large, uh, December has been warm, and that trend here is going to continue through the weekend. Now, I mentioned the warmest uh, day we've had so far was December 3rd, about a week ago. That's when we had a high of 52 degrees. Well, I think we're going to blow that out of the water here over the weekend. I think we're going to be well into the 50s uh, both tomorrow, Saturday, and uh, coming up on uh, Sunday the 13th. I think uh, we work in enough sunshine Sunday afternoon. Um, Not only could we hit upper 50s, but I would not be surprised if the clouds break for some sun. We could make a run at 60 on Sunday. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see. Now, the next thing that we're going to be talking about is uh, the potential uh, for this storm system to be coming our way, transitioning here into next week. So right now, what we're doing is obviously these are long range models, and you know what we're looking at is this potential for uh, a storm that would come starting out of the Mississippi Valley. It would have some Gulf moisture associated with it, and then it would eventually work its way uh, somewhat up the coast and towards central PA. There are indications, first of all, we know it's going to get colder early next week, thanks to a cold front coming through, some cold air from Canada, uh, basically from way up north, is going to finally sag to the south. And so it does look like some cold air is going to be in place. Now, the question is, as this system works its way up from the south, and it drags some more warm air up from the south, will it be overall too warm Uh, for this to actually be a bona fide snowmaker. Indications, at least right now, are that the cold air would win out and we would have a period of some accumulating snow. And again, timing right now, uh, as we sit here, it would likely be on Wednesday morning. Now, whether or not that's going to ultimately materialize or not, obviously we've got a long way to go to get from here to there. The analogy I always uh, give people is, um, you know, in terms of, of forecasting, Uh, Think about when um, you're paying attention as a hurricane is coming in and you notice that, you know, uh, seven days out, uh, the cone of probability of that hurricane before it makes landfall is extremely wide. And then obviously the closer that hurricane gets to making landfall, that cone of probability tightens and it gets smaller. That's the same with predicting any storm uh, as it moves in. You know, the, the cone of probability right now for this storm being here on Wednesday and producing a measurable snow, it's pretty wide. Um, Once we get closer here over the weekend and we get good, fresh model data, basically every six hours we get, uh, you know, new updates in terms of modeling data. Um, You know, with with each passing run, as we call them, uh, with each passing hour, really, uh, it gets closer and closer to the event, and then the cone of probability shrinks, 
And obviously, the closer we get to an event, uh, the, you know, the better off we are in terms of saying exactly who, what, when, and uh, how it's going to play out and what's going to happen. So that's the situation we find ourselves in uh, heading into uh, this weekend is that it's just basically uh, one to watch for us as we uh, transition into next week. But as I mentioned, there are indications that there will be enough cold air in place uh, that we will have a measurable snowfall. Uh, personally, I'm kind of rooting for it. Um, we haven't done much in terms of snow. Remember last winter, we got five inches total. I believe it was 5.1 for the entire winter. So it has been a while. Uh, I believe you have to go all the way back to March of 2019, almost two years ago, since we really had a substantial, uh, snowfall around here. So to say that we're due, (laughs) I mean, you know, law of averages, uh, probabilities, I mean, we are due for, you know, at least a decent little snowfall around here. Our biggest snow last year was actually, was, uh, shouldn't say last year, last winter, because it was this year, very early this year. It was during Farm Show Week, and uh, I want to say it was like 3.6, something like that, maybe not even that much, and that was it. That was our, our biggest snow uh, for the year, and it wasn't much, and uh, it came... Uh, during farm show, and then it got warm again, and it all melted away very, very quickly. So as we all know, we had a very mild winter last winter, and uh, you know it's not officially winter yet. But of course, we look at from you know a meteorological standpoint, we look at uh, winter as starting December first and ending on March first. And so thus far, from a meteorological winter standpoint, uh, it has been pretty warm so far with the December that has trended, as I talked about earlier, certainly uh, up above average. So we're gonna put uh, that storm. Uh, for next week in the category of one to watch. Uh, So that's one that we'll be keeping our eye on as we get closer and closer to the uh, middle of next week. There's also a disturbance earlier in the week on Monday. And uh, as of right now, this one looks like a mid-Atlantic storm, but I got to tell you, it's a really close call. I don't think it'll be cold enough at this point to cause us any real headaches, and the timing looks like, even if it were to nudge to the north, the timing looks like it would be on Monday during the day. But, uh, you know, things can always change, and all it takes uh, would be a shift with that storm uh, to go about 100, 150 miles further to the north. And we could at least on Monday be talking about maybe a bit of a wintry mix, depending on timing. So um, as of right now, uh, that one on Monday looks like a bit of a near miss. And then uh, we'll take a look and see what is going to happen here for the middle of next week. Obviously, middle of next week is still pretty far out from it, you know, too far away from it becoming, you know, a bona fide white Christmas. Wednesday of next week would be over a week away, uh, even from Christmas Eve. Um, But overall, it does look like a fairly active pattern here for these uh, second half of December And uh, so we'll see. Uh, There may be more chances here coming on down the line for us to wind up getting some accumulating snowfall and certainly worth watching. Our our pattern has been fairly quiet. Obviously, we've had a dry year. Uh, It's been pretty quiet here in the short term. Had a couple of decent soaking rains over the last three weeks or so, and that did help with that rainfall deficit. But in general, it has been fairly quiet in terms of our overall weather pattern. And really, there hasn't been much Uh, In terms of us living our day-to-day lives, and especially in this age of the pandemic, where we've really had to have our weather antenna up because of the uh, thought that there could be uh, some impactful weather or some severe weather. It's been pretty quiet here over the last uh, couple of months, especially with hurricane season uh, dying on down for us. So it does look like it could be a little bit more active here second half of December. But, you know, so much has to come together for us to get, you know, the measurable snowfall. And I remember last year in our winter weather preview 
um, Ed Russo put together a really good story that illustrated it very well. And he did the ingredients of a, a snowfall, thinking that it would be like the ingredients of baking a cake and how it it only takes, you know, the ingredients to be off or ingredients to not be included for either the uh, not have the ability to bake the cake whatsoever or to bake a cake that doesn't turn out like a cake. So a lot has to go into getting things just perfect for it to not only snow, but for it to be an accumulating snowfall. We've got to have cold surface temperatures. Uh, we've got to have, obviously, enough radiational cooling going on where we keep those uh, temperatures uh, cool, uh, even in the upper levels of the atmosphere. So a lot has to go into it. It's uh, it's always fascinating to me, and I know it's always fascinating to weather nuts in terms of getting everything together just so, so that we can have snowfall here in central Pennsylvania. Look, we only average about 30 inches of snow per year uh, for the entire winter here in central Pennsylvania. And that's why snow, you know, does tend to be um, a little bit of a novelty. And uh, one other thing before we kind of wrap up uh, for this week, a little dig back into the archives. And we did this for our winter weather preview, Uh, you know, in terms of an actual snowstorm, in a you know a white Christmas now there's always this grand debate you know if, if there is snow on the ground, uh, but it didn't snow on December 24th, and it didn't snow on December 25th, is that a white Christmas? In other words, even if it snowed on December 23rd, like you know an inch and a half, and it got cold, and the snow that was out there was partially melted and kind of brown, does that count as a white Christmas? Some people would say yes. Personally, I feel like. You know, in order to have a true white Christmas, you know, it's either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. You're looking out the window and you're seeing it snow and you're seeing at least, you know, a coating that uh, covers everything. Not a weak snowfall like we had earlier this week that melts the minute it hits the ground. Um, But the last time we actually had like a legit, you know, bona fide accumulating snowfall. Uh, for Christmas was 2002. So we're talking 18 years ago. And it started snowing very late on Christmas Eve. I mean, it was like perfect. It started snowing very late Christmas Eve. And it snowed throughout the morning on Christmas Day. We wound up, I want to say it was 9.1. I know it was over 9 inches of snow total for that storm system. That is still the all-time record for Christmas Day. So uh, I know a lot of folks that listen to this podcast are certainly old enough to remember 2002, and uh, maybe even for some of you, it's a childhood memory, um, waking up to the snow coming down that day. I know it did disrupt um, a lot of holiday plans. You know, let's think about it this way. Back in 2002, people were, you know, um, perhaps liking the white Christmas, others not so much because they had plans to get together with family, friends, whatnot. And uh, that didn't go down because of the weather conditions, and it was just uh, not a good day for travel. Uh, People were complaining about that. Fast forward to 2020, and, of course, we have new reasons and unfortunate reasons why folks uh, aren't going to be able to get together like they did in the past uh, for their Christmases. But uh, let's hope that, uh, you know, this year, I know there's a lot of people that don't like snow, but for me personally, snow around the holidays bring it on. Um, A lot of us aren't going anywhere anyway. So I think it would be fantastic if we were to have a legitimate snowfall, either December 24th or December 25th. I think it might just kind of help people in terms of their overall psyche and mindset 
and uh, the way they feel about the holiday this year, which let's face it, it's been tough to kind of get geared up for the holidays. I think it might actually help people in terms of how they feel about things here in 2020 if we had a nice little snowfall uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But hey, maybe that's just me, uh, but that's uh, the way I feel about it. So to just kind of summarize here uh, for this week, so far, December has been above average in terms of temperature. That's going to continue here at least until Monday with some really warm temperatures over the weekend. If you haven't gotten the uh, holiday decorations out or still have a few things you want to put up, this is the time to do it because it is going to be nice and mild for it. And then we'll watch a storm system Monday that as of now looks like it wants to trend off to our south and should be a big player for us, but stay tuned on that. And then all eyes on Wednesday for the potential that we could uh, have our first uh, measurable snowfall of the year and our first measurable snowfall in almost Two years. So, well, I shouldn't say that because Farm Show Week, it was a measurable snowfall. But let's say uh, the first snowfall of over three inches (laughs) in over two years. So, hope everybody is getting through these crazy times as best as they can. We appreciate you always, of course, uh, tuning in and listening to our our weekly podcast here and our chance to to talk weather and talk weather with you. I was going to attempt to have Stacey Hanrahan on with me this week. Uh, wound up having a few technical issues, as is the case with all of us in different remote areas and working from home. It's been a little difficult, but we managed to uh, get on through it. In fact, I'm going to be uh, on the phone here with uh, one of our IT guys in about uh, 20 minutes and uh, trying to uh, work through some of these bugs, some of these issues, and so we can get back to uh, perhaps hearing a little bit more from Stacy moving forward uh, with our uh, It's Raining Mets podcast. So with that, we will wrap it up for the week. As always, an eventful weather week and uh, looking like an eventful weather week ahead. So certainly appreciate everybody tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week for another edition of It's Raining Mets.